Hello, 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 hello. What's going on? This is Sydney Smith. I'm the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. I am super excited to be back with you guys. I'm so sorry it's been like a month off this podcast. I apologize for the inconsistency. Life got a little crazy, you know, but you know, we're back at it. It's fine. We're here. Let's go. Okay, so um, I am going to be back to two podcasts a week. I can commit to that. I'm going to commit to that. I'm going to get a couple recorded today so that, um, you know, I have uh, an event coming up. So whatever. Let's go, go, go. So really, really excited to be back here with you guys and talking about one of my favorite things to talk about. So what is more important than IQ? Okay. You guys know what IQ is. IQ would be your intelligence, um, your intelligence quotient. So that would be how smart you are. They do IQ tests. They do whatever. Um, you guys have been hearing about IQ since you were babies. Okay. So y'all know what IQ is, but what's more important than IQ is EQ and AQ. And these are two of my favorite topics to talk about. So we're going to start with EQ. EQ is, um, EQ is emotional quotient. Okay. So this is your ability to assess your emotions, uh, that you're feeling in a situation rather than just react. So assessing your emotions, analyzing what you're feeling and then reacting appropriately, um, maintaining an even keel, really not having too many high highs or low lows, not allowing things to, um, really upset you too much or get you too excited or whatever. It's just really that ability to have, um, even killed emotions, really steady emotions, uh, through, you know, especially through crises or, or crises, crises, crises. I think it's crises, whatever, not important. Um, but especially through crises and, um, through certain, you know, kind of tests, if you will, like when the universe is testing you, like, how do you react to that? How do you emotionally react to that? Um, and that's kind of what your intelligence quotient is. I mean, your emotional quotient is loud, your emotional intelligence. Okay. So the second thing is going to be AQ. AQ is your adaptability quotient. So your adaptability quotient is your ability to adapt in a situation um, when things change really suddenly. Uh, so this could be like if plans change really suddenly or if things aren't going the way that they're supposed to or things aren't going the way that they pl- that you plan them. Are you able to adapt in the situation? Are you able to switch pace? Are you able to switch your focus? Are you able to adapt to the situation, adjust what needs to be adjusted and carry on, right? And these are two qualities that I look for, especially in leaders, um, but really in, in people in general, like uh, people that I allow in my life. Um, and that sounds whatever. If you're not, y'all, I've been working very hard on creating this bubble and this bubble is very, very well protected. Um, and so the people that I allow in my life are people that have really high EQ and AQ because it's really, really, really stressful being around people that have really low EQ, that overreact over every situation, that get all upset and butthurt and get their panties all in a bunch over the littlest thing. And so I have always prided myself on really having really high EQ and AQ, which is really interesting because I'm a cancer. So basically I am emotions, (laughs) but, um, it seems that I am really, really good in a crisis. Um, and this is something that I think I've since, since I was a child, like I've just been very, very calm in a crisis. I've been very able to adapt to things as they change. Part of that's my personality. Part of that's how I was raised. Part of that is just me. Um, and so it's, 
really interesting being a cancer because I do feel a lot of emotions and I do feel them really deeply. Um, but in a situation where I know that I need to have a high EQ or I know that I need to not be sensitive or I know that I need to be adaptable, I am capable of doing that. And that's something that I really pride myself on um, because I feel like I have a really high EQ and really high AQ. And I love talking about this because I think it's such an interesting concept. Um, you don't think about that. Like we judge people on intelligence and I don't think intelligence is the most important uh, factor or the most important aspect, especially not in leaderships, leadership, especially not in business, especially not in relationships and relationship building. Uh, if you get butthurt and upset and get your panties all in a bunch over everything that everybody says, you are not able to effectively lead. You are not able to effectively create relationships. You're going to push people away. You're not going to be likable. Okay. And to be likable to be successful in business, you need to be likable. Okay. You just do. So, um, I really, I think it's such an interesting topic to, to, uh, to think about and it's really, it's a muscle that you can develop. So if you don't have a high EQ and AQ right now, um, it's definitely a muscle that you can develop. Okay. So we have an event coming up. It's a team event. There are 800 plus people coming into Dallas this week. I'm so excited. Um, but you know, with, with any event, uh, and that many people in one place there, it only takes one. It only takes one to poison the well. Um, and you can have people that start complaining about lines being too long or it being too cold or the event being too long or you're being hung or you're hungry or you can't hear or you're not whatever whatever you want to complain about um and so I look for in leaders especially people that are able to um approach those people address those people and just say hey like aren't we so blessed to be standing in this line and getting to spend extra time together or hey aren't we so blessed to be in a building that has air conditioning in Dallas like just really putting people back in perspective because I made a post about this on Facebook, but like your pain is, your pain is for a purpose. Um, and like, those are really small examples of, you know, quote unquote pain, but your pain has a purpose. Um, and there is a reason for everything that you go through in your life. And so if you're able to, uh, maintain that emotional stability and your main, you're able to maintain that emotional equilibrium and that, uh, that really even keeled just, you guys can't see my hand motions, but I'm making a straight line right now with my hand. Like if you're able to do that, then you are, you will win every time because you're able to step back, say, why am I feeling like this? What am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? What is making me feel like this? And how should I actually react in this situation? And I think that, you know, in, in, society in a lot of cultures, not cultures, but like in a lot of aspects of society, it's like really glamorized to like, just be the pop-off queen or like to pop off on people or to like yell at people. And I really think that there is so much more strength in restraint. There's so much more strength in being able to control your emotions and being able to maintain that stability. And I know I've talked about a lot about emotions, but I think that's, I think that's even more important than adaptability. Adaptability is super important. Don't get me wrong. Like, things are not going to go your way in life. They're just not. Um, you t- you think about, you know, think about six, seven months ago when, uh, my ex and I broke up, right. Uh, my ex and I broke up and I had 24 hours to get my stuff out of the house and, uh, moved into my childhood bedroom at my mom's house and get on a plane to Nashville to go speak in front of 500 people. Funny enough, that was at our team event. That was seven months ago, six months ago, whatever. Uh, same team event Gonna be a little bit bigger this time around, but, um, I, you know, I had to be adaptable. I was going to spend that day getting ready to leave. I was going to spend that day, um, grabbing outfits for going on stage. I was going to spend that day, you know, getting my nails done or whatever, doing the things that I needed to do, run around town, do the things that I needed, uh, before we left for, before I left for a week to go to Nashville to, uh, speak on stage and then, uh, also spend my, 
thousand days sober with my friends. And uh, that's not what happened. (laughs) We broke up that morning at 8am. I had 24 hours to get all my crap out, uh, get my stuff packed and get on a plane. And um, I will tell you, I arrived in Nashville with nothing to wear on stage with no plan of what I was going to do, where I was going to live. I was essentially homeless. And I remember us writing these letters to ourselves. um, In in the event, we often do this, write a letter to your future self, and then our leader will mail it back to us. And I remember writing this letter to myself and uh, I put it in the envelope and I wrote my name on it and I started crying because I didn't have a home. I didn't have an address to send it to. I was homeless. And it was kind of like a beautiful cry. It was like a really sad cry, but it was also like a really, um, it was really refreshing, but um, I had to be adaptable in that moment and I had to be adaptable in that weekend and, and at the same, and also I had to be emotionally stable because, you know, I was there to speak and to breathe life into 500 people. This wasn't about me getting on stage. I had to go up on stage and tell my story about being an addict and tell my story, which is a beautiful story, but it also involved my ex, you know? Uh, and I had to go up on stage and tell this beautiful story and keep a straight face and be this strong, um, powerful person and not let anybody know what was going on. And so I had to be emotionally, emotionally intelligent. I had to be adaptable. I had to be, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, but it was also one of the most rewarding things. One of the most rewarding things I've ever done was get up on that stage and put my feelings aside and put my, my crap aside and put my, you know, homelessness aside and really speak life into those people and then get off stage and be that rock and stand there and listen to the intensely emotional stories from every single person that walked up to me. And I will tell you, it was probably a hundred people that walked up to me and wanted to tell me their story because everybody knows or loves or is an addict. And so everybody has a story and everybody felt what I felt on that stage. And it was one of the most powerful things I've ever done. And I don't regret it for a minute, but, um, having that emotional intelligence to realize that it wasn't about me having that emotional intelligence to realize that that was a space that I needed to be um I needed I needed to be somebody else's rock even when I needed a rock um and having that adaptability to really switch my plans up and kind of switch my whole living situation up my life got turned way upside down that was not uh how I planned to spend that day or that week or the next couple weeks but you know things just happened and within two weeks I was moving to Texas and making the best decisions of my life so I think that being able to uh, be emotionally stable in that moment and being able to be adaptable in that moment made it so that I was able to make decisions uh, that I am really, really proud of. I'm really, really proud of moving here. I'm really, really proud of this apartment that I get to live in. I'm really, really proud of the things that I've done um, since being here. I'm really, really proud of, I'm really proud of myself for that. And so I think that comes along with emotional um, intelligence and adaptability and So I kind of just got off on a tangent. That wasn't my plan, but I don't have notes here. So, you know, I think you guys like the podcast where I kind of speak from my heart. But um, emotional intelligence and adaptability are, like I said, two two qualities that I look for in leaders. If you want to be a leader, you need to develop those. And how do you develop those? I mean, it's really a muscle that you build. It's really... um, Every single op- every single day you're going to have an opportunity, right? Every single day you're going to have an opportunity. You can either freak out or you can stay calm. You can maintain that stability in your emotions and you can be adaptable. And you have the choice. You have the decision to make. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Do you want to be a leader? Do you want to grow? Do you want to move forward? Or do you want to be the person that whines that everybody can't stand, right? And so I'll tell you one more story of the ultimate 
EQ and AQ situation. Um, so the other day, my friends and I went to the fair and it was amazing. It was uh, so much fun. So we parked and um, we parked on this hill like, you know, I drive a Jeep. So I got to park on the fancy hill with all the trucks and the Jeeps and it was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, we parked on this hill. We're walking the three blocks or whatever to the fair. We get into the fair. I spent six hours there, no joke, eating literally the whole time. We ate, we laughed, we uh, danced, we had fun, we talked, we just uh, bonded. It was it was so magical, and it was an amazing day, and so it was, like, really cold when we were walking back. Um, it was, like, warm that morning, so uh, we're, it was pretty cold when we were walking back. We're walking the three blocks back. back. It's been six hours. We're tired. Our feet hurt. Our backs hurt. We're so full, um, and it's just been an amazing day and we get we're starting to get to the car and somebody's like oh my god thank god I finally see the jeep and finally I see the jeep it comes in because I'm in like the back of the group that's walking and finally I see the jeep and I'm like why are the headlights on and everybody's like oh I thought you just turned them on I'm like no so we're walking up to the jeep and the first thing I think is oh man my battery died my battery's dead like I left my battery on I was like I don't know how I left my headlights on that long um but you know we're gonna have trouble starting the car uh, so good thing I have jumper cables, whatever, not a big deal. We'll just have to find a good Samaritan that's willing to drive up on the curb so that they can get to my Jeep. And so then we walk up to the car and I feel the warmth radiating off the car. And then I hear the vibrations of the car and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> so I am like, I look at Ash and I'm like, I left the car running for six hours. She was like, what? And I was like, it's like, oh my God. So we get in the car, the air conditioning is blasting, the gas tank is on empty, everything is just a mess. And I literally, all I did was like, everybody got in the car and they're like, oh my God, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to go find a gas station. What do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm literally laughing. I think this is the funniest thing ever. And so I pull up on Google and you know, the what if scenarios start coming out like, oh my God, somebody could have stolen your car. Somebody could have broken your car. Somebody could have, what if it ran all the way out of gas? What if we don't have a gas station near us? Blah, 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 blah. And you know, everybody's chiming in on what if such, such scenarios. And I'm kind of like, well, I mean, my car isn't stolen. We didn't run out of gas. It's still running, which is great. And uh, I pulled up on my GPS and there was a gas station 0.2 miles away on the same side of the road as us, which was really, really convenient. Um, and I was like, hell yeah. So we drive up to the gas station and, you know, I wasn't, I had three quarters of a tank. No joke. I had three quarter, quarters of a tank um, when we left for Dallas. So driving down there and then running for six hours, uh, completely emptied my tank out. And so, you know, it's another $40 that you're not expecting to spend, but I was just laughing and uh, I got out and filled the car up. And all I could say was like, I'm really grateful that this happened to me. Um, because I know that there's a lot of people that would freak out and a lot of people that would be really concerned. And a lot of people that would be like, what if, 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 like the universe took care of me because I don't worry about that kind of stuff. Like there is no, what if like, crazy scenarios that run through my head. It's just what is like, and what happened was I was not paying attention. I left my car on my mistake. Um, and nothing crazy happened. Nothing crazy was going to happen. And all I had to do was drive down the street and, 
fill my tank up and then we drove home and it was not a big deal but to some people that would have been like the end of the world that would have been a really really stressful moment that would have been how do I pay for this that would have been um I wasn't expecting to spend forty dollars that would have been what if my car was stolen what if whatever and I just I'm really grateful that it was me that it happened to and that it was my car because I just laughed I thought it was funny uh I thought I was like oh my god Cindy you're so dumb like <laughs> which I, you shouldn't talk about yourself like that but it's just the ultimate, it's the ultimate scenario of like, you can go two ways with things. You can either roll with the punches and accept life for what it is because life is never going to plan, like pan out the way that you want it to, or you can be stressed out and go through life stressed out and upset and, and uneasy and unhappy. And the choice is yours. It really is. Uh, so what are you going to do with it? Right? Because I feel like developing a high EQ and AQ is going to make your life so much easier and so much happier because you will stress about so much less. And you know what they say about stress. When you stress about something, you're literally making your body experience it twice because you're experiencing all up until the act happens and then you're experiencing it through the moment. So stop stressing out. Let's develop some AQ and EQ. I hope that you guys gained value from this. If you did, please go ahead and screenshot it and share it into your Instagram stories and ask people, put a poll and say, Hey, do you have, do you know what AQ and EQ is? Or go ahead and tag me. You can tag me at it's ITS underscore queen Sid. It's Q U E E N S Y D I T S underscore Q U E E N S Y D. It's underscore queen Sid. That is my Instagram handle. Make sure that you tag me. Thank you guys so much for your patience. I love all the messages about my podcast. I know you guys have been listening to old podcasts waiting for new ones to come up. So I love and appreciate you guys so much for your never ending support. You guys are absolutely incredible humans and I'm so, so grateful. So I'll catch you guys on the next one.